Hello, New Jersey Devils fans, and welcome to the Locked On Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Julia Kender, and I'm here to bring you the latest and greatest in all things Devils news, opinion, and analytics. Don't forget you can subscribe to Locked On Devils on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or wherever you receive your podcasts so that you don't miss an episode. Um, okay, so I wanted to start today out by talking about the Toronto game, maybe touching a little bit more on the Ray Shiro thing, but there's been a little bit of a change, and unfortunately Kyle Palmieri is hurt, but that means that Nico Heashier is going to the All-Star game. So that's huge. Really excited for Nico about that. Um, really excited to see him be an all-star. He's kind of been an underrated first overall pick in the draft um, because there are people who have been picked before and after him that are just so much, not better, but more flashy. Um, so he's kind of been put on the back burner of the NHL and not seen as much and not paid attention to as much. So this is just a really good thing to have happen. I'm really excited for Nico. Um, really great for him. He's really excited. He said something about how, hold on, let me get the quote up. Quote, growing up as a kid, you're watching those games, so it's going to be pretty neat, and I'll enjoy it for sure. I'm really proud and honored to represent Jersey there, end quote. So Nico's really excited. Um, he did a little interview this morning about it, and or well, after practice today. And yeah, he's really excited to go. Um, Devils fans are very excited to see him go. He really does deserve this, so, you know, all good things all around. Um, unfortunately, Kyle Palmieri is hurt, um, which is why he had to drop out of the All-Star game. Um, Palmieri and Blackwood did not travel with the team to Toronto, which is where they are right now because they have a game tonight there, um, which means Louis Domingue will get the start tonight, his third straight start for the doubles. Um, but Kyle Palmieri has a left foot injury. Um, luckily we're headed into the bye week slash all-star break soon, so that means he'll have a little bit extra time to recover and not miss too many games. However, he's going to be missing some pretty big games in tonight's against Toronto and then in a few days against Washington. Um, because of course we play the Capitals again after just playing them multiple times in the past like month. So, of course, we're playing the Capitals again. But we beat them the other day, so whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, so Mackenzie Blackwood's hurt. Um, I know I touched on that in the podcast yesterday. Um, not good stuff. It's really um, a positive that we were able to call Corey Schneider up and... He's been doing, like, consistently well, well enough that we were able to call him up. Um, I'm happy to see him back in the show, so hopefully that, um, 
don't know, hopefully he gets to play a few games. I'm not saying that I hope Domain gets pulled. I really don't hope that happens. But I hope that Corey Schneider will get like a start or two before Mackenzie Blackwood gets back. Um, I would love to see that for him. I think it would be really important for him as well to get that chance, that opportunity to kind of prove something. So let's, well, I'm at least crossing my fingers for him that he gets that opportunity. So just one more thing about Nico being an all-star that I wanted to talk about. Um, I think during the bye week, I may have a whole Nico show because he's just been doing really, really well. Um, but Coach Naz, interim Coach Naz, was talking about Nico going to the All-Star game. He said, quote, It's well-deserved. We've been talking about Nico a lot lately. He's taken that next step both on and off the ice. It's nice to see him get rewarded, end quote. I completely agree with this. He has really elevated his playing on the ice and his leadership role in the locker room. So I'm really pleased to see him be recognized for this um, and kind of get something to, you know, reward him, I guess. Um, So yeah, that's really positive. Um, Really happy about that. Okay, so now let's get into the game. I want to talk a bit about the Toronto Maple Leafs first, because they're coming off how many losses now? Three losses in a row. Um, Their most recent loss was against the Florida Panthers, where they lost four to eight. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. That was on Sunday. Um, And... I just don't know what happened there. I was I was kind of following the game. I was getting updates. Um, and it was just wild. The Florida Panthers just scored like two right away. And yeah, they scored eight on them. Um, I don't know how exactly that happened. They scored um, two like right as the period started and then a third and then they scored two more in the second period like literally 50 seconds into the period starting and then again like two minutes later um and then they scored and then Toronto scored and then Florida scored two more and then Toronto scored three and then to top it all off they scored a eighth time in the third period for in a power play goal Um, it was just a wild game. Both Frederick Anderson and, uh, Michael Hutchinson, their goaltenders, saw time, um, and they both had really low stats because they got scored on a bunch. Um, yeah, it was just wild, a really wild game, um, so yeah, they're coming off of three losses in a row. So that can be both to the Devils' advantage and or against the Devils. Because that could mean that they're coming out hotter than ever and really ready to go. And they can be like ready for 
revenge on the past few games. Or they could keep the slump up, which a lot of teams this season, once they get into a slump, it's been hard for them to get out of it. So they could be entering a slump and be stuck there and the Devils have to take advantage of that. So either way, um, either way, it's just kind of funny that the Leafs lost eight to five. Um, I just like bringing that up. Um, something else that I just want to bring up, the Devils are in 27th place in the league. They were sitting at 30th for a very long time. Um, like from November until like last week, but now they're 27th in the league ahead of LA Kings, Ottawa Sunders, uh, Anaheim Ducks, and Detroit Red Wings. So that's pretty cool. Toronto is in 12th place, so, you know, they're still a good team. Um, if you look at the divisions, um, they're, they're third in the Atlantic division. So, Toronto is a very good team. Um, I just, I'm not expecting too much out of them tonight. Um, so, let's get into these lines from the Devils. Um... Okay, so first line, Saka, Heeshir, Brat. So Zaka has been moved up in Palmieri's place um, to be on the top line. Second line, Coleman, Zajac, Gusev. Third line, I almost said fourth because of who's on this line, which is Wood. Um, but Wood is on the third line with Hughes and Simmons. And then Boakfist is on the fourth line with Rooney and Hayden. Um... I know there was no changes from last game, so this is all, like, the same. I just still a little confused by all of it. Um, mainly the fact that Boakfist is on the fourth line and Wood is on the third. Um, I understand Zaka being moved up, of all people, especially Zaka. Like, he deserves that, and they did perfectly fine. But Boakfist and Wood, I would you know, swap. I do a little switcheroo with them, but you know, I'm obviously not the coach. Um, defensive pairings, Green and Subban, Severson, Vatnin, and Butcher and Carrick. So Carrick is back in the lineup or has stayed in the lineup, I guess. Um, he stayed in the lineup for the past three games, I want to say, and he's been doing what he needs to do. Um, He's come back healthy and stronger than ever, really. He's been playing the type of game that he has to, and I'm really impressed with Carrick's ability to do that and come off of injury so strong. So, happy to see Carrick in the lineup. Um, happy that there are no changes because, you know, if it works, why change it? Um, just that one, I didn't really talk about the lines going into Tampa's game, so I didn't get to express my confusion about Boakvist being on the fourth line. Um, so, you know, y'all are getting that now. So let's talk about players to watch now for this game. Um, Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner obviously are always two players that you need to look out for when you play the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, Austin Matthews 
has had four goals in the last five games, and Mitch Marner has had seven points in the last five games. But in addition to those two, um, two other players that have been really hot for the Toronto Maple Leafs is Kasperi Kapanen, who has six assists in the last five games, and Zach Hyman, who scored in the game against Florida um, and is a plus three in his last five games. Zach Hyman is kind of like an underrated player on the Toronto Maple Leafs because the Maple Leafs have so many stars in Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner and John Tavares, but then they have people like Zach Hyman who can really step up and produce and be reliable and consistent for their team. So Zach Hyman is definitely one to watch tonight as well. Um, Players to watch for the Devils. Uh, All-star Nico Heischer. Love saying that. Love saying that he's an all-star. He has three goals in the last five games. Um, Severson has three assists and one goal in the last five games. And then Wayne Simmons is a plus three. Simmons has been playing better as of lately. He's been producing more, getting on the scoreboard more. Um, with his assists and making some really good plays and even if he doesn't get an assist like sometimes he's really getting the like he's really making plays happen and making goals happen even if he isn't one of the two assists sometimes that you look back and it falls on Simmons and he's the one who kind of got that goal to be what it was um so really pleased with Simmons gameplay lately um yeah. Um, goaltending comparison. So, Louis Domingue is in net. He has a record of 3-4-4, four, and four, and his stats have definitely improved since the last time I did a goaltending comparison. Um, his goals against average is 3.07, and the save percentage is .898. So, you know, getting way better than they were before. Um, Freddie Anderson. Um, so I'm going to do both Freddie Anderson and Michael Hutchinson because I don't know who is in that tonight. So we'll just do both. Freddie Anderson's record is 21-8-5. His goals against average is 2.82. And his save percentage is 0.912. Michael Hutchinson's record is 3-7-1. His goals against average is 3.83. So that's about a whole point more than Freddie Anderson's. And his save percentage is 0.885. So Louis Domingue, stat-wise, is better than Michael Hutchinson. And he's not as good as Freddie Anderson. Freddie Anderson is an all-star and he's amazing. Um, Very talented player. However, the Leafs play him so much. Um, He's played in a ton of games this season, some back-to-backs. Freddie Anderson just, he really plays a lot, and he doesn't really get much of a break, and I think that they're going to play him to the point of breaking. Um, Kind of like how I thought they were going to do that with Mackenzie Blackwood, the Devils, um, how with Coach Hines, how he consistently played Mackenzie Blackwood, um, 
in back-to-backs and in multiple games in a row without really giving him a break or anything. So I think that that's what's happening with Freddie Anderson and he's starting to kind of feel it and that's why he hasn't been up to par lately. Okay, so something that doesn't pertain to the Devils but I want to talk about is it's been all over hockey Twitter all morning and last night. Um, It is a common enemy that most of the hockey community can agree on in Brad Marchand. He had a shootout attempt against the Philadelphia Flyers and he overskated the puck and he touched it a little bit with his blade and moved it a little bit and because he overskated it and didn't keep the puck with him but did touch it the refs had no choice but to call no goal um it was hilarious guys (laughs) it's just funny to see something like that happen to somebody so commonly hated and like I don't know it's just funny to see it happen at all um it was definitely one of the most bizarre shootout attempts I've seen like we've seen Connor McDavid and John Tavares so far this year John Tavares might have been last year um skating with the puck and losing the puck like losing control over it and just not being able to finish their shootout attempt um but this was a whole nother level of weird and funny frankly um so I just wanted to bring your attention to that if you uh do not know what I'm talking about then please go look it up if you hate Brad Marchand like I do and want a good laugh then definitely look it up it is well worth your time it is a very short video um and it's definitely worth it now um I kind of want to turn my podcast over to you guys The all-star break is coming up soon and the bye week is coming up soon. So what kind of content do you guys want from me? Do you want prospects reports or prospects as in juniors and prospects as in Binghamton? Um, Do you want me to do some focus on Binghamton and cover those games? Do you want player report cards I'm considering doing player like mid-season player report cards like mid-semester check-ins you know uh for those who can remember that if you have been in school recently um but I also want to do some fun things get some fun people on here talk to them um also want to just do what you guys want um I want to produce the kind of content you want to listen to so hopefully this all-star bi-week break will be fun for you guys uh, as in terms of my podcast. Um, and I want it to be fun for me too. I want to be able to really produce some fun content. Um, I know my, pretty much my boss, Sean Woodley, he is, he does Locked On Raptors and he does something where he talks about fan fiction. Um, so maybe I can look into fan fiction and talk a little bit about that. Um, I don't know. It's just little bizarre things that I want to do for you guys. So if you have any preferences of anything I mentioned, like if you have, if you are really, you really want to hear prospect reports 
or you really want me to focus on a specific prospect or a specific player, um, let me know because I want to tailor this podcast to you guys, especially in the upcoming bye week and all-star break. Um, There's not going to be too much other content to be talking about, so I need to think of like alternative things, you know. So maybe I, I don't know, maybe you guys will tweet me or DM me um, at JK underscore Kender, K-E-N-D-E-R, and at Locked on Devils on Twitter. Something else that you guys can definitely DM or tweet me or email me about is the fact that I'm looking still for a co-host. I have one person in mind who I might be able to have as my co-host, but I don't know if it's going to work out. So if you or someone you know are interested in being a Locked On Podcast Network host for the New Jersey Devils, then please get in contact with me. Um, I would love to at least have you on the show for a, like a trial. Um, if not, if even if it doesn't work out. So yeah, definitely reach out to me about that if you are interested. Um, okay. That is about it for me today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this one. Um, I also, I know I'm asking you guys a lot today, but I haven't heard from any of you regarding the Ray Shiro firing, so maybe you guys can send me your opinions and I'll read them tomorrow on tomorrow's show. Um, your thoughts and opinions on Ray Shiro being fired now that we've had some time to process. Um, yeah, so maybe we can do that. Uh, if not, I'll just talk about my opinions. Um, that's what I do anyway, so... Yeah, uh, that is it for me today, guys. Thank you again for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to Locked on Devils on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you receive your podcasts. Uh, It would mean a lot to me. Thank you again, and let's go Devils.